Welcome back to Fanfit House. Take a ride with us on the Hogwarts Express. Walk down Main Street with our best super pals. And defy gravity as we talk about all things fandom. Hello, and welcome back to Fan Fatales, a member of the Real Fans Podcast Network. I'm Emma. And I'm Gabby. And as you can probably already tell, we're not talking about Star Wars today like we promised. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> we didn't realize when we planned our episodes out, you know, like weeks ago, that this week was Star Wars Celebration. This week being the so day that we're, we're recording it. Yes, this week being the day that we're recording it. So, like... We said, let's just wait till all of the announcements have been made because today is Saturday. And there's rumors that which Sunday, is like the middle of it. There's a Disney panel where more theme park announcements are going to be made. Yeah. So we're going to hold off and wait to see what happens at that panel. And then we'll get back and talk about theme parks and all of the advancements that are going to be made in the next however many years that they yes. have planned. But in the meantime, we are going to set sail on the high seas and discuss the, uh, like, history and the future, as well as, like, what's going yeah. on right now, of the Disney yes. Cruise Line. Because they've been around since, like, the 80s now? 1985. Or, like, 90s? Technically. Technically. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. And, you know, they're about to construct their, or they're in the middle of constructing their sixth ship in their fleet. Which will be the Disney treasure, and I'm very excited. Yeah. Also, I've been on like Disney so, like, Cruise it's... Brain for so long because earlier this week I officially yeah. like put my deposit down for my Disney cruise. Yay! I'm excited. I'll be on the Wish. I'm excited for your Disney cruise. I think you're gonna have a great time. I will be on the Wish in August of next year. Yay! Oh, August earlier than you had yes. had anticipated. It is like the last awesome. week of August, but like. But, but still. still. Like, you go on vacation, and then there's, like, a month, and then I go on vacation. Yeah. So, um, we'll have some fun guests. Maybe we'll do, like, a, maybe we'll do, like, a quest crossover that we yeah. work on. Yeah, there you go. It'll yeah. be fun. Um, speaking of quest crossovers, that's in the works. Yay. Keep your eyes out. It's coming. Emma's really excited. I'm really excited to have yeah. Emma on. It's going to be fun. We'll, we'll, we'll get it together. Um, but, back to Disney Cruises. Um. In, like, the 80s, they didn't start with their own fleet, right? right. It was, like, a partnership with um, it was, uh, somebody else. So, in 1985, Premier Cruise Line became the licensed partner cruise line with Disney. And that allowed Disney characters to be on their ships um, with cruise, hotel, and theme park packages, which I believe they still do. Like, my travel agent was, like, um, she, before she realized we were annual pass holders, um... Because that's also something I'm getting soon. Annual pass. Um, she was like, do you want to like do a hotel stay? Because they have a bus that will take you from your hotel at Disney World to Port Canaveral. That's bougie. We're not doing that. But they still offer it. But in 1990... But it's through their proprietary cruise line yeah now. It's, it's through, not through like premier yeah it's cruises. through disney cruise line now and it's like a disney cruise line yeah. bus yeah because in 1993 disney and premier like called it quits on their relationship and, yeah. and then premier started using warner brothers characters yes, the looney tunes and like looney tunes specifically um, but they yeah. did start to offer or they still continued to offer these disneyland and sea packages um, or Disney World and Sea, I guess it technically is what it would have been. I think they mean land. Like oh, okay. Land, like, like ground and yeah. sea, like, not like Disneyland the place. Okay. Like Disney, 
comma, yeah. land and sea. But they also started offering Universal Studios as well because Universal Studios has that partnership with Warner yeah. Brothers. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. Like, that'd be awesome. Um, this is when Disney so, approached both Carnival and Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines to replace Premier as their exclusive sea partner. Yeah. But, like, neither of them really wanted to partner with them. No. They, like, um, there was, like, no... Carnival is now partnered with Zeus. And Royal... Yeah. What? Okay. They have, like, a Dr. Seuss character breakfast. I guess that's kind of cute for kids, but... Yeah. Okay. And then, I don't know And then, is Royal... it Royal Caribbean, the Nickelodeon yes. one? It's, like, Nickelodeon and DreamWorks. Or something yeah. like that, Yeah. Wild. They're all competing with Disney. So, That's definitely what is happening. That, yeah. Well, now, now yeah. Disney, Disney is, Disney is like untouchable. They are this yes. like, like we were just saying earlier, right? Like the lawyers snuck in this clause that like until twenty one years after the death of the last descendant of Prince that Charles, was, well, oh, no, King Charles, that was alive at the date of the contract the time. signed, which would have been Lilibet, who is, like, what, two or three years old? Two? Not He's even. Like, no, Archie! Oh, yeah, it, no. Ar- isn't it Archie, then Lilibet? Yes. Oh, you're yeah. right. You're right. So. Lilibet's a baby, then. Yeah. She's Lil yeah. Lil. Like, brand new yeah. baby. Wait, hold on. Now we gotta Google yeah. this. But, yeah, like, they, so... Basically, this was everything to do with Reedy Creek, which we really haven't talked about. But Disney lawyers, no. um, in their contract, put in some clause about, um, oh, like the exact wording was until the 21 years after the last surviving heir of King Charles III, which would be Lilibet, Harry, and Meghan's daughter. You were right. Archie first, then yeah. Lilibet. Um. But in this clause, or in this contract now, Disney has rights to do whatever they want with the land that they have in Florida, and the Dis- or yeah, the Florida this- government only has like sewage and roads, like infrastructure, yeah, like surrounding it, nothing yeah. interior. Yeah, I mean the sewage interior because yeah. like, you gotta have somebody do that. But like, it's wild. It's it so wild. Wild. It's just, I don't want to talk about That's it like, being in the Capitol. It's crazy up here. Yeah. This, it's wild is like my favorite new phrase yeah. right now. I've, I've just been going with it. So here we are. It's, it, we're living in wild times yes. right now. Anyway, so um, then back to the cruises. When Disney's negotiations with Carnival and Royal Caribbean did not produce results, Disney had cruise ship designs drawn up in February of 1994. Meanwhile, the Walt Disney Travel Company started signing up other cruise lines to offer packages that included Disney hotels and resorts. Which is kind of similar to, like, what they still offer yeah. now. Um, but on May 3rd of 1994, Disney announced that they, like, were going to start their own cruise line and that they were going to start offering, like, operations in 1998. Yes. And Arthur Rohde yeah. was selected to serve as the first president of the cruise line, tentatively called Disney Vacation Cruises, which, of course, became Disney Cruise Lines. Um, yeah. But in 1995, um, Disney Cruise Line commissioned the Disney Magic and the Disney Wonder, which are the first and second ship, respectively, from Fincateri in Italy. Fancy. Well, all of these. <gasps> oh Jesus! No Sorry, Lily just scared the. Sh- well, all of these cruise line or all of the Disney ships are made overseas in like ship construction factories that have been like operating for years and years. Now they use one in Germany. Okay, so now they use one in Germany. Yes. They've used it since either the Fantasy or the Dream. I can't remember which one came before the other. Uh, but that's where the, Disney the, like, Wish, Disney Fantasy, Disney Dream, and now Disney Treasure have all been made. It's just wow. this little town in Germany that all they do is make ships. Make ships? Yeah. Oh. So, 
Excuse me. So the cruise line was then incorporated as Devinson Cruise Company Limited on February 6th of 1996 in the UK, but was soon renamed Magical Cruise Company Limited on October 1st of 1996. And the cruise line cost as much as a theme park to get started. Because, like, I mean, think about it. You have to commission two ships and, like, everything inside yeah. of it. Um, That's wild. In 1996, Magical Cruise Company purchased Gorda Kay as the line's private island. The company spent $25 million over 18 months on the island and renamed it to Castaway Cay, which is now its first private island. They're opening up their second yeah. one, Lighthouse Point, in July of next year. Which is like, that's a company owns a freaking island. Yeah, they're they're about to own two. Or they like, own two technically because they're constructing it right now. But. Yeah, could you imagine though? Like, oh yeah, what's on? What's going on with the island project? What do you mean? You know, the project on the island that we bought. Yeah. Like, so what? One of my like, um, like family friends at church. He's an Imagineer. He just retired as an Imagineer, actually, and his last project before retiring as Imagineer was designing the Disney Island. I want to meet this He's guy. great. Um, he also was really involved with designing and construction for the Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel and for Rise of the Resistance here in Orlando. Okay, you got to introduce me to this guy when I come out there. That's wa- yeah. that's I've been to awesome. New Year's Eve at his house. I want to okay. go. Next year, I'll come out. This this next year, I'll come out for New Year's Eve. Like 2024? This year. Or th- this year? No, this year. Well, yeah, 2024. Okay. From 2023 to 2024. Yeah. Well, you should just yeah. come earlier then because I will be graduating in December of this year. When? It's the Friday before um, Christmas. Okay, I'll come out then instead of for okay. New Year's. Oh, wait, shit, the Friday before Christmas? That means I'd have to leave, like, like the week the next, before, a few Like, days the week later. before Christmas. Oh, okay, like the 15th okay, okay, that's fine, that's fine. Of December. Okay, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> okay. Deal. Um, so, anyway... Kara, keep as much or cut as much of that yeah. as you want. Uh, the Disney Magic's first cruise, which was originally scheduled for March of 1998, but it was postponed twice while the Disney Wonder was scheduled for December of 1998. Um, and the first voyage of the Magic was actually on July 30th of 1998. And that's when Disney Cruise Line became operational with their first ship. Yeah. And that's when they also signed the 10-year contract with Port Canaveral yeah. as its home terminal. Yeah, and they still use it as their home ter- terminal. Of course, only for two of their six current ships. One of them, one of them just signed a deal with San Diego. Yeah. You can go on the Disney Cruise Line from San Diego now. Yeah, we have cool. the Disney Wish and the Disney Fantasy out of um, Port Canaveral. I think you can get on the Wonder out I think here. so. I think it's the yeah. wonder, but I'm not sure. Don't quote yeah. me on that. Um, with the August 31st of 1999 um, resignation of Brody as Cruise Line president, senior operating officer Matt Umet was um, named as his replacement in July. And by 2002, the line added seven-day cruises and Western Caribbean cruises. And in June of 2005, Disney Magic moved its port for the summer cruise season to the port of Los Angeles. This was temporary for the company's 50th anniversary celebration of Disneyland and as a test for a California expansion. The transfer cruise sold out quicker than expected. Bookings from the first time Disney cruisers were up for these cruises by at least 60%. Now with transfer cruises... Wow. It literally goes from Port Canaveral around the United States to Los Angeles. Like up over Canada? No, like under. Through the Panama Canal. Yeah, through the Panama Canal. That's crazy. That sounds kind of fun. Yeah, and you're just on it the entire time. Disney had 
um, wanted additional ships, shipbuilding costs had increased by at least 33% since it built its first two ships. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then at that point, the Disney magic was transferred to the Mediterranean for an extended stay in 2007. And also in 2007, Disney announced the building of the two new cruise ships, which were now so much more yep. expensive. Um, the Disney Dream set sail in January of 2011, followed by the Fantasy in 2012, both of which I remember them announcing. I, like, remember when these two I've came out. I've been on both of them. Is that that photo that your mom has as her profile photo on Instagram? It, that would have been the fantasy. I love how that's... <laughs> the dream I went on, like, two years after I think it came out. Like, I was, like, 13 or 14 on that. I was 13 because I was old enough to go to the preteen club and the teen club. But Ooh. I was too old for the preteen club and too young for the teen club. So I was, like, kind of, like, sad. And then Aww. I went in when I was 16 on the fantasy... And had such a better time because I was, like, in the right age for the teen club. Yeah. And the opposite happened with Julia. Where the first cruise, she was in the Oceaneer Club, the kids' club, and having a great time because she was in, like, fourth grade. But then she was, by the time we went on the second one, she was in between the kids' club and the preteen one. Aww. So, um, yeah, and then both of those ships were uh, constructed also in the in Germany, like yeah, you were saying. Yeah, at the Meyer Werft shipyard based in Papenburg, Germany, specifically. And yeah. that's the one that they still are using today, and that's the one that the treasure is currently being built piece by piece at. Fun. It's so loud. I wish I included more details from the making of the Disney Wish, um... National Geographic, um, like, documentary that they did, because I was watching it the other day, because I was, like, excited. Um, yeah. And in it, they show, like, they have to build it, like, puzzle piece by puzzle piece. For, like, so they'll build, like, one section and, like, construct it. And then it. they put it together. Yeah. And it's yeah. So it's, it's crazy. But they put in each stateroom fully furnished, like, already, one at a time. So each stateroom is like its own separate block. Yeah, it's like a little cube. Yeah. They like build the cube and then they put the cube in. Yeah. It was just so yeah. wild. I was it's like, crazy. holy crap. I did not realize this. Mm-hmm. So then in uh, February of 2009, Tom McAlpin left the Disney Cruise Line presidency and was replaced by Carl Holtz as president of Disney Cruise Line and New Vacation Operations. And then um, in that same year, Disney and Canaveral Port Authority extended their agreement to 2022 with expansion to the terminal to handle, you know, the new class ships, um, a reposting of the Disney Magic to Europe in 2010, adding DCL's first North European cruises with Mediterranean cruises. With the arrival of the Disney Dream in 2011, the Disney Wonder was relocated to Los Angeles. And with the arrival of this, uh, the Disney Fantasy in 2012, Disney Magic was relocated to New York City in May of 2012 for the summer season only before relocating to Galve Galveston, Texas. And then in late yeah. 2012, the Disney Wonder began sailing cruises out of Miami, Florida. In 2013, the Disney Magic relocated from Galveston, Texas to Barcelona, Spain, and the Disney Wonder um, relocated to Vancouver, British Columbia for the summer season, um, leaving Miami. Yes. So from Miami to Vancouver. Yes. For the summer, and then going yeah. back. Oh, but they switched home ports when they came back. Interesting, Yeah. Yeah, so they came back to the States, but they switched. So the Magic left out of Miami, and the Wonder left out of Galveston. So they, like, flipped. Yeah. Interesting. Which is, like, okay. I guess, like, when, when does it matter? It, are they that different? I mean, they were built at the same time. They're essentially so, the same, aren't they? So when they build the ships, the Disney, we're going to get into this a little bit later, because we talk about the fleet and the building, oh, okay. like, each ship. Um, 
But the Disney Magic and Disney Wonder, they were built around the same time, and they're kind of similar in layout, but not exact, unlike the Disney Fantasy and Dream, which are sister ships. They're identical identical. in deck and everything. And then that's what the Disney Wish and Treasure are going to be. So the deck layout of the Disney Wish is going to be basically the treasure. It's just different restaurants, theming, all that stuff. Different theming. Yeah. Got it. So then in 2014, they switched back. Um, the Wonder went back to Miami. And the Magic, so the Magic didn't go to Galveston. It went to, back to Port Canaveral. Uh, and so all four ships were now in the state of Florida for the first time since they had all been created. And then the Magic and Wonder once again switched places. Switched again. Because why not? Um, by... At the February 2016 Cruise Critic Cruiser's Choice Awards. That sounds amazing. How do I get to um, vote on that? Can I be a cruise critic? Three of the Disney ships won 11 category awards. Wow. That's impressive. I don't even know how many they have. Um, I don't even know how many awards the critics the Cruiser's Choice Awards has. I can't imagine it would be that many. I'm so curious. Curious, yeah. How many categories are there in the Critics, Cruise Critics, Cruiser's Choice Awards? Jeez, that's a mouthful. So it's separated by category of ship. So large ship, medium ship, and small ship. Disney ships are all considered large ships. But it includes categories from best overall to best Dining, best service, best value for its money, etc. Hmm. So kind of what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, in 2016 and 2017, the company ordered three ships of a new class of ship, which is Triton, which includes the Disney Wish and Treasure, I believe. Yeah. Um, at so the- that means we have one more coming. Yes. And that one is going to be um, the first Disney Cruise Line of home port being in overseas, being in Singapore is where that cruise is going to oh, go out of. Yeah. And it's going to do like Australia and um, New Zealand cruises. Which will be cool. Um, at the company annual meeting on March 3rd of 2016, Walt Disney Company chairman and CEO Bob Iger announced the first two new ships of the new line, which are planned to be built larger than the previous two ships at the Fantasy and the Dream. Um, The first ship joined the um, line in 2022, being the Wish, with the second one expected in 2024, which starts sailing, I think, May or like May of next year. Early next year. Yeah. Yeah. Which is and then the third one treasure. has yet to be announced. Yeah. Except for the fact that they're going to make it in the um, Singapore. Yeah, Singapore. In 2016, so, the cruise line was looking to buy Egg Island Althera. Don't, don't look at me. This is Welcome to another episode of Gabby and Emma Don't Know How to Pronounce Things. Althera, I'm going to guess. Eleuthera? Luthera, Bahamas, as another destination for the additional cruise ships. However, opposition from nearby island residents and potential damage to the island's reefs stopped the plan from going forward. But of course, since then, they've kind of taken back. Is it is it actually that island or are they going to a different one? I thought it was It is that one. same one. Oh, really? Oh, okay. According to the notes I read... Because we have notes about each island. Okay. Because I found it interesting. Interesting. Okay, go ahead. On July 15th of 2017, former Disney CEO, Bob Chapek, Boo! Announced at the D23 Expo that a seventh unnamed ship would join the fleet. Yes, which we've known. Yep. In April of 2017, it was announced that Carl Holes would retire as president of Disney Cruise Line on February 15th of 2018, and Anthony Connolly assumed the role of president on October 1st of 2017. 
Which, actually, I think he's doing a great job. Honestly, yeah. I think he's doing great. You go, dude. Yeah. Go, Anthony. Um, so, with the October twenty or with the October 6th, 2017 cruise of Disney Magic from New York to the Bahamas, the cruise line held its first Marvel Day at Sea, which was kind of like a big deal. Yeah, um, they do Marvel Day at Sea, Pixar Day Pirates. at Sea. No, Pirate Night is like something that happens on every cruise. Ah. But they do like specific, I've been on a Star Wars Day at Sea cruise that was combined Ooh. with fantasy. Um, and they have just a bunch of, like, Star Wars. Obviously, that one would have more Marvel characters. They have, like, yeah. Star Wars or whatever the day-themed food, character meeting, entertainment, all that stuff. That's cool. So they had, like, a fireworks show in addition to the Pirates Night one that was all Star Wars characters. And it was kind of like the old Hollywood Studios stage show that they had where, like, different characters would come on, and they had, like, Ahsoka, and Ezra Bridger, and Sabine, and, like, Vader, and Rey, and, you know. That's really cool. Yeah. So, then, in October of 2018, the cruise line began showing Disney at Sea with D23, a 30-minute entertainment news show that covered many of the Disney subsidiaries with input from D23, starting with the Disney Wondership. And now it's just, like, a constant channel, right? Like, you could just, like, put it on yeah. the channel, and it, like, just shows you what's going on in the company. Yeah. I mean, it's on a loop. It's, like, it's like it's a 40-minute yeah. loop or something like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So then in uh, January of 2019, the Canaveral Port Authority Board of Commissioners approved work for Disney's Terminal 8 and adjacent Terminal 10, which would handle more ships when the new classes arrived. Yes. Then, soon after... A March 2018 conglomerate reorganized the Disney Parks Experiences and Products Segment Division. Disney Cruise Line and New Vacation Operations were renamed Disney Signature Experiences, along with a new president, Jeff Vahale. Um, Disney Cruise Line purchased in early March of 2019 another Bahamas destination, the Lighthouse Point property on the island of Eleuthera from the Bahamian government. The cruise line was looking for another Bahamas location since the announcement of the third ship expansion in 2016. And in February of 2020, the Disney Wonder moved its home port to New Orleans. Um, from March 14th until July 2021, March 14th of 2020, 2020. <laughs> until July 2021, Disney Cruise Line ships suspended operations due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And sailings resumed in the form of staycation cruises, closed loop cruises of two to four nights from the United Kingdom ports of Liverpool, Southampton, Newcastle, and Tilbury for London. Yeah. I mean, like, good for them. I think that's yeah. a really good way to, like, anyway. And before we get into, like, kind of the fleet and information about it, I figured we would do just some cute little facts I found out that like didn't really fit into the history or the fleet itself that's fair i mean i think there's a lot of really interesting facts about the disney cruise line that makes it so different which is like why i would be willing to go on a disney cruise okay i don't necessarily love the idea of a cruise i'm honestly terrified of being like on a little boat in the middle of the ocean with like <laughs> like that that like like <laughs> i couldn't do it um so we like, should do one I, I want us to do one, a fan fatales cruise. Let's do it. I honestly don't think I would be very fun. I think the whole time I'd be like, <laughs> just like panicked. Like my anxiety could never, but I considered, I've told Zach, I said, if you want to go on a cruise, Mickey Mouse has to be on the cruise. Yeah. We should do I one said, with Zach, you, and Sean, Sean and I. God. That would be Could awful. you? Why? Because he he has no desire to go on a Disney cruise. Well, then you sh we should do a Fan Fatalis Girls me. cruise. Yeah, and Kara. Yeah. I don't know if I could, though, honestly. I think I would be so anxious. I feel it. So, like, like claustrophobic. Like, even though it's a ginormous ship, I feel like I'd be yeah. so claustrophobic, you know? Oh, I refuse to do inside cabins anymore after my girls' cruise I just did recently. Um, yeah. So, I told Sean if, when we were booking the ship, 
that we had to have a veranda room, which is one with a balcony. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I, I, yeah. I would get so sick. Um, so, anyway. But, anyway. Fun facts that are, like, this makes it sort of worth the anxiety. The ships are the first in the industry to be designed and built from the keel up as a family cruise line. Um, with the goal of accommodating and equally satisfying both adults and children. And this also means that unlike most ships of their type, like any Royal Caribbean, Carnival, any of those others, Disney Cruise Lines do not have casinos on board. Yeah. Like, at all. Disney Cruise Ships also has, like, feature special horns, affectionately known as the Mickey Horn, which play the opening seven notes of, like, the da na 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 Yes. Um, fun fact, in Mexico, you can hear the boats tooting their horn to have the people come back on board from my grandma's house because really? she lives so close to the port in Ensenada in Mexico. And so you can tell when a Disney ship is there because you can hear it from her house. Like windows closed, doors wow. closed. You can hear it. The That's cool. It's so cool. Um, and then the Disney Dream and Fantasy include other tunes on their horn, not heard on the Disney Magic or Wonder, such as Do You Want to Build a Snowman, It's a Small World, and an elongated version of When You Wish Upon a Star. And something that's, that's cool is if, like, the Fantasy and Dream happen to be near each other on sea, one will do, like, da 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 and then the other one will do, like, da, the next da, part. Da, 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 yeah. That's so cool! I've seen it happen once, and I didn't get video, and I'm still mad. Um, the line also pioneered the rotational dining concept, in which guests would rotate with their wait staff um, through three different main dining rooms, which is what, and they're all themed. And on your like little like state like room key, it'll like have an order of like Arendelle, World of Marvel, and um, 1923 is the other one on mine. So it'll have like a little acronym that will tell you which one you're going to each night. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so DCL was the first cruise line to have lifeboats that were yellow and not the regulated orange color. And they had to get special permission from the U.S. Coast Guard to do so. The yellow boats are meant to be the same shade as Mickey Mouse's shoes, which is, first of all, adorable. And yes. also keeps to the ship's Mickey color scheme which we've talked about before. Yes. Because the whole of the ship is black, the superstructure is white, and the funnels are red, and then the trim is yellow with all the boats. Yes. It's so cool. Um, Disney Cruise Line was the first cruise line to have fireworks at sea. Now another one does. I forget which I think it's Virgin, though. I think it's Virgin as well. Um, and its fireworks shells are actually made of, like, spe- special biodegradable materials, which Disney calls fish food. That's adorable. Yeah. Also, we love eco-friendliness. Oh, yeah. Um, Castaway Cay was the first private island in the cruise industry where sh- the ship docks on the island, eliminating the guests um, to be tendered to land. So, like, when I was on a the carnival ship this year, there was, like, a tiny boat you had to get on yeah. to get to the island. And it was awful. I hated that boat. Never again. I had a really bad time on Carnival. Um, yeah. No offense, Carnival. I remember you came home and you called me and you were like, I, that was the worst experience I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. Um, this is why I will only do Disney or Royal Caribbean from now on. Fair. Disney Cruise Line is the only cruise line to first run feature films, including films in 3D, with movies premiering at sea on the same day that they are released on land. That's pretty so, cool. So, like, when I went to mine on in 2017, I believe, they were showing Rogue One, which had come out, like, December, and we were on it in March. That's awesome. And then... Oh, you can do the final fun fact. Okay. Last but not least, Disney was the first cruise line to offer virtual views for inside cabins with its magical portholes. 
These screens provided a real-time view of the outside, including periodic cameos by Disney characters. Camera positions corresponded with stateroom locations, port or starboard, from bow to stern. Yeah, which I thought was pretty neat. Yeah, that is very neat. Let's get into the fleet, both current and future projects. Yeah, because there's like seven now, right? There's five officially out right now sailing. The sixth one comes out next year. And the seventh. The seventh one is... TBD. Yeah. But those are, like, official. We know about them. Yes. Okay. Anyway, so, starting with the Disney Magic, right, we already said they started operations Mm -hmm. in 1998, and then the Wonder in 1999, um, they were both built at the um, Finn Cantorini shipyard in Italy, and they're approximately, get this, 84 thousand tons yes i mean the measurement between the two is like a little different but yes. like still eighty-four thousand tons rounded like that's wild that's how does this float see that's 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 what i would be thinking the whole time is how are we floating right now <laughs> so um the ships are approximately 964 feet long or um, 294 meters for those of you yes. who don't live in the United States, um, yeah. which is l- many. Long. Um, it's also 106 feet wide or 32 meters wide, and each ship contains 875 staterooms and are not identical in their design with lots of vari- variations in interior design, restaurants, as well as entertainment venues. Yes. The Disney Dream and Fantasy entered service in July 2011 and March 2012, respectively. And these ships were built at the Meyer Wharf shipyard in Papenburg, Germany. These new 129,690-ton ships um, are 1,114 feet long, or 339.5 meters long, and 121 feet, or... 36.8 meters wide. They are two decks taller than the Disney um, Wish or Disney Magic and Wonder and have 1,250 staterooms each. And the Disney Dream was the first to have a water coaster, which is called the Aqueduct, and the Fantasy also has it. And Disney Wish has its own little ride. See, see, this is knowing this stuff. That's why I could never get on a cruise. Too big. Doesn't work in my brain. I know it works. Like, there's, there's like, science behind it. But it just, it just. I don't know. And then on July 14th of 2022, the Disney Wish officially entered service and embarked on her maiden voyage. Which was a five-night Bahamian cruise. So sorry. Stopping at Nassau and Castaway Cay. She has a gross tonnage of 144,000 tons, a length of 1,119 feet, and a width of 128 feet. The Disney Wish has a capacity of 1,555 crew and 4,000 passengers with 1,254 staterooms. That's ridiculous. That's enormous. Yes. When I was in Nassau on my carnival cruise, we, I opened, no, it was when we got in Port Canaveral in the morning because I was freaking out and everyone else was packing hungover and I was like, oh my God, look, it's Rapunzel. It's in Disney Wish because each ship has like their own like character Mm -hmm. that's out front and on the Wish it's, Miss Rapunzel, hanging with her um, hair and painting, like, the Disney Wish logo on. It's adorable. But I was like, oh, my gosh, guys, that's a new Disney ship. That, like, literally started sailings a month ago when I went on the cruise. Yikes. And let's, why don't we get into the future of post-Wish? Sure. So, in early 2019, the company placed an order for a new class of ship named in the public documents as the Triton class. However, the ships now follow the standard naming of class after the first ship. 
2016, the line announced it would acquire the two ships, as yet unnamed, are described as larger than Dream and Disney Fantasy with equivalent number of staterooms, which we now know one of them was The Wish. Yes. And this new one is The Treasure. Yes. And then the third ship of the class was announced on July 15th of 2017 at the D23 Expo. And the delivery date has been changed because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Yes. So in... Sorry, go ahead. In March of 2018, Disney Cruise Line released the first rendering of its new generation of cruise ships. The 140,000-ton cruise liners would be LNG-powered and will accommodate at least 2,500 guests. No, too big. In September of 2022, Disney Cruise Line announced that the next ship in their fleet, the Disney Treasure, a D23 Expo, which we talked about, you know, and we will talk about more. Um, And in November of 22, Disney announced that it would acquire the partially completed Global Dream that was intended to enter service for the now defunct Dream Cruises. And Disney acquired the ship for 40 million euros, a discount from its original value of 1.8 billion euros. Jesus, that's a big discount. And it's expected to enter service in 2025 and will be based outside of the United States. And it's likely to be homeported in Singapore, which is, this is, this is the one. Yes. So speaking of the treasure, the Disney treasure will be the fleet's sixth ship and will be designed with a brand new motif, unlike anything Disney Cruise Line has done before. The theme of adventure with the Disney treasure is inspired by Walt Disney's love of exploration and will pave the way for epic experiences that immerse guests in the, some of the company's most legendary stories, the company explained in a news release. And the signature atrium character statue, which is a Disney Cruise Line tradition, like it's just like in the middle by the grand staircase. It's a different statue depending on the ship. The Wish has Cinderella. And then I think it's like Mickey, Minnie, and Donald for three of the four other ones. I don't know who else. But with this one, it will be a shining, shimmering, splendid representation of Aladdin, Jasmine, and Magic Carpet soaring together. And it will be the first time three characters are in one statue. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, Disney Company said that the Grand Hall will radiate the irresistible allure of adventure, inviting guests to seek all the treasures on board for from the moment they embark. And uh, Disney Cruise Line has announced that a significant milestone in the construction of its newest ship, Disney Treasure, with a special keel-laying ceremony at Germany's Meyer Wharf shipyard on March 30th. So the ceremony like, is part of literally time- like a week ago. Yeah, legit, legit. So the ceremony is part of a maritime tradition, and it's supposed to bring good fortune. Uh, the highlight was the placement of the newly minted coin under the keel of the ship by Philip Genot, portfolio project manager executive. Excuse me, portfolio project management executive uh, from the Walt Disney and Imagineering uh, sect in Germany. Yes. Uh, this commemorative coin was used in the ceremony, featuring an etching of Captain Minnie Mouse donning a new look designed to embody the vessel's adventure motif. Yes. Also, the Disney tra- Captain Minnie in pants. So Captain Minnie was started in, I believe, 2019 to get women in, or like little girls going on the cruises and um, the idea of they could be a captain of the ship someday. I love that. Yeah, it's kind of like the STEM initiative of Disney Cruise Line. Love it. Um, the Disney Treasure is scheduled for delivery in 2024 and will be the second of three new ships planned through 2025. These Wish-class ships are powered by liquefied natural gas and will feature approximately 1,254 guest rooms. That's that LNG we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So, okay. And then I figured we would just go into the like island's history a little bit. Yeah. So, I was going to say, you know how you can buy a boat. You know, it's a boat. It's a thing. How the hell do you buy an island? So, Castaway Cay, at least, was originally Gorda Cay, which was first settled in, get this, 1783. What the hell? 
Um, Gorda's airstrip, which is now Castaway Cay Airport, if, like, people have emergencies on the cruise and they need to be, like, shipped to, or flown away. Airlifted out. Yeah, that's where they go, was once used as a stop in the 1930s for bootleggers and later drug runners. That's awesome. It was like a pirate destination. Which is funny enough because Gorda Cay has been used for filming. The beach where Tom Hanks first encounters Daryl, Hannah, and Splash is on the island. In parts of the film, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, were also filmed at Gorda Cay, now Castaway Cay, as well. I knew the Pirates of the Caribbean one, but I did not know that Splash was was. That's kind of why I had to put that fact in. That's crazy. Yeah. But in 1997, the Disney Cruise Line purchased a 99-year lease for Gorda K. 99 years. Not 100. No. 99. Is there any, like, explanation? No, not that I could find. From the government in the Bahamas and renamed it to Castaway K, intending it to be the line's private island. And as we said earlier... The company spent $25 million over 18 months of construction, and this included dredging 50,000 truckloads of sand from the Atlantic Ocean. The pier and its approaches, a 1,700-foot channel, were constructed to allow Disney ships to dock directly alongside the island, thus removing the need for tenders to get passengers ashore. Castaway K now has approximately 140 Disney Cruise Line permanent residents who keep the island running daily. That's kind of so, cool. So, like, on the ship, of course, like, the, like, chefs and all that will get off in the morning and, like, cook food on the island and, like, be bartenders on the island and stuff like that. But they have 140 of them that just, like, stay on the island. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Could you um, imagine, and, like, Disney calls you in there, like, okay, your job is going to be, we're, we're moving you out to the Bahamas. Like. Yeah. I mean, I it's not like you're vacationing, many, but still. No. I wonder how many resident, permanent residents will be at Lighthouse when it's officially opened. Well, Lighthouse is supposedly bigger, right? Yes. So, But also, the, Castaway Cay, they don't use all of the land that they have on the island a lot of it is still untouched by the which i like i appreciate that yeah um so i'm hoping maybe more i don't know we'll see i don't know we'll see two submarine ride vehicles from the now closed Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea submarine voyage ride at walt disney world lie underwater in the snorkeling area like they have this huge snorkeling area sean and i are actually planning to do it that's gonna be our excursion I've seen cruise. that before on the Disney weddings. Yeah. And they have, like, the statue of Prince Eric from the Little Mermaid and, like, shipwrecks and all this other stuff. That's really cool. But they have two submarine vehicles from a former Walt Disney World ride. That's awesome. And then, last but not least, at least for Castaway K, the Flying Dutchman pirate ship from the Pirates of the Caribbean film series was formally on display in the lagoon. But as of November of 2010, it has been removed and taken to another location on the island where it was dismantled. Oh, bummer. Yeah. And last but certainly not least, Lighthouse Point. Yeah. So after Castaway Cay, Disney Cruise Line purchased another Bohemian destination in early March of 2019, the Lighthouse Point property on the island of Eleuthera from the Bahamian government. Uh, The cruise line was looking for another Bahamas location since the announcement of the third ship expansion in 2016, and they spent between $250 million and $400 million on developing the 700-acre property, incorporating Bahamian themes, and donated 190 acres, including the southernmost tip, to the government for a national park, which is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Disney has also hired and offered training for Bahamians for construction, vending, excuse me, and other employee positions. And there was also increases in calls on Bahamian ports. Um, NASA, right, NASA? NASA, yeah. Yeah, and Freeport of over 30 to 40% over 2018 calls. So, Imagineer, our fave, Mr. Joe Road, 
We love him here. We love Joe Road, um, whose previous projects began the development of Disney's Animal Kingdom and Aulani Resort, was assigned to oversee the port's development before his retirement on January 4th, 2021. The saddest day ever. Yes. Construction workers were hired in March of 2022 before work finally began at Lighthouse Point the following month for an expected completion in early 2024. And it will ex- open exclusively to Disney Cruise Line guests on June 6th of uh, 2024. Yes. Yep. So that's all we have. Except for, like, we have, like, two pages of fandom news. So I think we need to, like, dive We have, right like, in. one and a half, and two of them end up being Disney Cruise Line news that we still haven't said. Great. We've said one so of the two. Let's jump into it. Paper Mill Playhouse has set its 2023 to 2024 season featuring the world premiere of The Great Gatsby Musical. Which I'm super stoked for. Same. Um, Matthew Broderick, Laura Benanti, Melissa Errico, and David Stoller to lead Dear Liar and Love Letters at Irish Rep Theater. Also, Matthew Broderick is coming to San Diego in next year. Ooh. A new Harry Potter series is in talks for being in development, actually, at HBO Max. The series plot, or what they're planning to do with it, hasn't been revealed yet. I've seen two rumors, one being it's going to be kind of the Hogwarts Legacy game, but then another one saying that they're going to basically try to compete with the Percy Jackson show and remake Potter. That's what I heard. That I heard that it was confirmed that they were doing seven seasons, each season being a book. Yeah, I, I couldn't find exact confirmed. I still saw in works. From okay, official so it might just be rumors. Yeah. Um, but if that one ends up happening, Adam Driver for Snape. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's the right age. He's he really the right is. age. He really is. Because he's, um, Snape is supposed to be in his 30s. Yes. Adam Driver. Somebody get him on that's the phone. The only, that's the only fan casting I have for that series. Same. Agreed. Okay. Um, Let's see. Where are we? Loki season two will hit Disney Plus this September, according to Owen Wilson. Yes. Which he, of course, is in the show. Yeah. Yeah. But also, he could be wrong. He could be wrong. That's why I said, according to Owen Wilson. Yeah. Don't get mad at us. We're just reporting what Owen Owen Wilson said. Not ours. Back to the Future is going on a North American tour and will launch in the summer of 2024. Woo A live-action remake of Disney's Moana is in the works with Alahi, Alahi Cravalho and Dwayne Johnson reprising, producing and reprising their roles from the original films. Which is stupid, but we're not going to get into that. I My agree. It's not even 10 years old. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Disney Cruise Line and the Singapore Tourism Board are bringing magical cruise vacations to Southeast Asia for the first time with a new Disney cruise ship, which sets sail in 2025. We still don't even have a name for it, though. I was just going to say that. Um, Next month, the first Disney vacation club, so next month being May May. of 2023, uh, the first Disney Vacation Club member lounge will open at Disneyland Resort. Yes. Neil Patrick Harris is going to join the company of Peter Pan Goes Wrong for Unlimited Time. I saw that. I'm very excited. Um, the sign in Sydney Brinston's window starring Oscar Isaac and Rachel Brosnahan will transfer to Broadway this month. Joy Woods is um, going to return to Little Shop of Horrors to star as Audrey. That's fun. Um, yeah. Shereen Pimtel will lead the cast of Evita at American Repertory Theater in Cambridge, Massachusetts beginning next month. Walt Disney World annual passes will resume sales finally post the COVID-19 pandemic. All tiers of annual passes will be on sale starting on April 20th of 2023. Here's another announcement of another live action remake that I don't know how I feel about this. Um, Disney's pretty I'm happy she's a no name. I mean, me too, but also like why? Um, Disney's know. producing a live-action remake of its 2002 film Lilo and Stitch, and they have identified the actor they would like to take on the role of Lilo, newcomer Mia Kiaola. Kiaola. 
Kiloa. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. <clears throat> yeah. That, that's my thoughts on it. Exactly. Can you guys just make something freaking original? Like, they did, they did Soul, but that was Pixar. Mm-hmm. They were doing they did, Disney Wish this year. That will be, that will be interesting. They have, that's the one with the girl and, like, the little blobby thing, right? The star? Yeah. Yeah. That one's the one with, um, Oscar winner yeah. lady. Yeah, yeah. Why did I forget her name? I know who you're talking about. Yeah. She they're was, doing that she was one. in West Side Story. Ariana DeBose! Yeah, yeah, I know who you meant. I, um, I couldn't think of her name, and I wanted to be, like, say it. Yeah, and, like, Raya was good, and, like, Encanto oh, was good. Raya. And they're I all original Encanto. stories. Can we get something original for once, Disney? Can we stop making Please. remakes? Please. Like, we already have The Little Mermaid coming, and then we have Moana, which we don't need, and then we have Lilo and Stitch, which I'm really upset about. Like, stop it. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Bob Iger. Put a stop, stop to this. Stop it. <laughs> this should be a clip. Matt- Gabby yells at Bob Iger to stop. <laughs> Magic Band Plus is set to soon debut on Disney Cruise Line as Disney Band Plus. Three exclusive band designs will be available for guests, and those bands will allow guests to tap into their staterooms, make purchases, and more. And I believe... You can use your regular Magic Band Plus band that you have from the Walt Disney Parks as well. Yes, which are now available at Disneyland. Yes. Um, which I'm going to get one. I, I want the like light purple. It's like a lavender colored one. Like Rapunzel? It's not like, it, it's just like one of the colored ones because that's the cheapest ones instead of the like designs. That's okay. Even if it's just purple, it still looks like Rapunzel. Yeah. Because my plan when I go this summer is uh, I want to Rapunzel it up as much as I possibly can because she's my favorite. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out because I will have my pass this time next month um, what my first Disney band is going to be. Because I'm going to go by myself to Magic Kingdom and just cry at Happily Ever After. Me. Question. <laughs> what? Question. Are the, the passes aren't no they're not i was gonna say they're not transferable right like you can't go there and here right no it's just no so they're part. no longer doing those which is annoying to. bob Iger. bob my friend sweetheart we love you we gotta have a talk we should Listen. do another if we were disney ceo episode we really should that really wasn't how the episode started remember we were just bashing bob chapek just saying everything that was messed up. Bob, but we should do another one. We really should. Bob. Boom, I want Josh baby. tomorrow as the next Disney CEO. I agree. Let's email Josh tomorrow. Josh, come on our show so we can tell you everything that's wrong. And you can fix it when you become CEO in two years. Thank you. Yeah, because he's the next one, probably, because usually if your Disney Parks experience is in uh, merchandise chairman, most of them end up being the next CEO. Although, I heard they were how- they were outsourcing. I heard they were hiring out. I heard that, too, and I hope not. I agree, but I also don't disagree, because Michael Eisner and Frank Wells were out hires. True. And they were, like, the best. You want to read the last little fandom news? Not really. (laughs) Is it really important? Do we have Eh. to? This is such a good conversation we're having right now. Okay. Like, here, here, I, I I said to my stepdad, I said, you should throw your resume in the ring. Yeah. I said, you run a very nice non-profit right now. I think you'd be really good at Disney because you love Disney. I say, and he goes, no, you have to be approached to do that. And I was like, so figure out who to approach. Exactly. I was like, I think it's a great idea. And then we get free passes to Disney whenever we want. So 
to kind of like go back to like the Disney Cruise Line conversation, I had this question like kind of in the back of my mind when writing all these notes. Yeah. If you could design a ship and like name it and like kind of design the like aesthetic. Yeah. What would you do? Because like the Disney treasure is going to be like Agrabah. The Disney wish is Cinderella. Yeah. There's one that's Rapunzel. I know. Well, Rapunzel's on the... She has, like, a restaurant on the magic. She's, like, heavily... Yeah. Um, honestly, I would probably do, like, within the Disney theme. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would probably theme, like, the outside of the ship. Like, I don't know. That's such a good one. Um... A word that they haven't done yet that I'd be interested is, like, the Disney Believe. Like, believe in the magic. Yeah. And do, like, Peter Pan as the theme. Because you need Faith, Trust, and Pixie Dust. And do, like, Pixie Dust kind of thing. That would be cool. And have the outside be, like, sort of, like, greenish. Yeah. Well, they all still keep the black, white, Oh, the Mickey yellow, Mouse red. Thing. Oh, okay. But it's just, like, the statue outside the ship that changes. So, yeah. Like, yeah. do, like... Peter Pan flying. Yeah. Or something. That would be cool. The believe or and then like what about like Oh jeez. This see this is a hard one. Cause like they already have wish. They already have wonder. They already have treasure. Like now you're getting in like, treasure's pushing yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. Like they're like adjectives and then you got like treasure. Yeah. That's why I was like believe. What about, like, adventure? That's what yeah. treasure is. Technically, yes. I would like one as well, and I don't even know what the, like, word Ooh, would be for it. I got so, like, it. a steamboat willy. Oh, that's kind of cute. Like, do all vintage? Yeah. The Disney friendship. That's cute. And it would be, like... All Who about, would be like, your statue? It would be all about duos. So I would say, like, Winnie the Pooh and, like, Piglet. And it's, like, all about, like, friends. So, like, the whole yeah. Hundred Acre Wood crew. Or, like... That's cute. Or, like... And, like, Tiana and Lottie. And, like... Like, Ariel and Flounder. Like, all the besties. Yeah. Speaking of Ariel, Disney Cruise Line, I love you. You have a princess... He was literal half fish. <laughs> and you don't have a ship based around her. That's what I'm saying. Friendship. The Disney friendship. It'll be Ariel and Flounder and Sebastian. And it'll have the Hundred Acre Wood crew. And it'll have like Charlotte and Lottie. Yeah. And it'll have Moana and Maui and like all of their little buddies. So and like, cute. right? Yeah. I yeah. think, and oh, Peter Pan and the Lost Boys. And then, like, and then, like, Luke, Leia, Han, 3PO, R2, yeah. Chewie. Also, like on that same note, if you, so, like, each dining is obviously very different in theming yeah. and all that. So, like, they have, oh, I forget the name of it. It's, like, Artist Palette or some Animator's Palette, that's the name of it. Yeah. And it's all, like concept art and all that stuff. I've seen it. And it's really cool. And you get to, cool. like, draw and all that stuff. And then, of course, they have the Arendelle one where they have a stage show and it's, like, you're at Anna and Kristoff's engagement party. Okay. And stuff like that. Hear me out. Hear me out. Uh, Matt Hatter's Tea Party style <gasps> restaurant. Yes. For breakfast. For breakfast. Like, 100 Acre Wood style. For lunch. Okay. And then Tiana's place for dinner. They do have a Tiana's palace for um, dinner, one of the dinner options. So all of these dining options are dinner. Oh. They do have one that's the Enchanted Garden, which is my least favorite of the dining options on any of the Disney ships. But honestly, that could easily be turned into like the Queen of Hearts garden. Right. Queen of Hearts, or like 
the the garden around the mad tea party. Yeah. The only thing is they can't play that song that they play while you're waiting in line for teacups. Just thinking yeah. about it, it's stuck in my head. Yes. That My favorite, like, little thing that they do is the, like, little nursery on board. Um, it's, it's a small world nursery, so it's, like, all those small world characters, and it's adorable. That's really cute. And it's for, like, the baby babies. For, like, little babies. First of all, yeah. why would you bring a newborn baby on a cruise? I don't know. Maybe they already had it, and then... Maybe. I don't know. Anyway... Oh, I feel like we've been talking about this a long time. We should probably jump off of here and, like, you know. Nap. Wrap this up. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Fan Fatalis. We are proud part of the Real Fans Podcast Network. That's right. And if you want to check out more shows on the network, you can find them at rf4rm.com. Join us next week where we'll be talking about the Star Wars theme park creation and expansions that are planned. For realsies this time. For realsies this time. (laughs) Remember to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And subscribe to us on YouTube. Please leave us a review and comment down below to tell us what you thought of the show. And remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FanFatalisPod for the latest updates. Now, Emma, where can the people find you on social medias? So my Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter are all at SnippyEmma, which is S-N-I-P-P-Y-E-M-M-A. What about you, Gabs? I'm at GabbyGent pretty much everywhere. That's G-A-B-Y-J-E-N-T. Our editing is by the wonderful Carol Insmeyer. And as always, thanks for tuning in. Bye! Bye. Bye. Music was accepted in our opening party for a day, Ralph.